0: Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn. So please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. the design. Hello Yolers, welcome back. I am Japheth. And I think about that, yeah. <laughs> I'm Japheth, question mark? Yes, I was like, how am I going to say this in this tone, because I'm normally like, Japheth, okay. And we're and I'm with my fellow yodeler, Jackie? Yeah. Alon. Alon. No, <laughs> no I, I'm, I'm Peter. And we are the Matterhorn Yodlers, and today we're going to talk about how you can get in trouble as a cast member, which can... Or what will get you in trouble as a cast member. Never.
1: Never. Cast members are perfect
0: at Disney. Yeah, no. <laughs> as, as we previously discussed in our law episode, cast members never do anything wrong. Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> um, yes. We've had trouble with this one of like, how are we going to package it. it? Yes. And I've always been like... How is this going to make us look like we're horrible human beings? Yeah, Uh, I've cut this a little more. I was telling my stories, and I'm like, I sound like a horrible cast member. So, to give you reverence, I worked at Disney World for three years, so I'm only telling you maybe eight instances where I was a bad (laughs) cast member. Other than that, I was good. I promise you, I was not that cast member. That was horrible. Keep getting praises and... I, I work don't know about you guys. I didn't have hardly any issues. Yeah. Granted, I worked there the least amount of time. Yeah. You were, what,
1: <laughs> four months? Yeah,
0: five. Yeah. I think it was five months. And Jackie, how long did you work at? Uh,
1: eight months. Eight about. months. About eight, eight nine.
0: And so. Peter and I worked inside the parks. Yes. Um, Jackie worked occasionally with, like, parade and parties. At parties. I, don't and only, so.
1: I only worked in the park once. Okay. At one party. And all. Go into a story on that one. Good. <laughs> um, and then... One
0: time, I've got a story about how I should have been fired. pretty good. <laughs> <friend. laughs>
1: and then I worked at the resorts, which, you know, you would think a lot of guests come in. But there was a lot of downtime where I wasn't talking to many guests.
0: Yeah. I can see, like, the hotels being, like, premier hospitality. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on point. As opposed to where Peter and I, where we are... Frontline. Frontline and working as, I don't know, deadpan. Um, we worked. Katharine we work. had very heavily themed roles. Yes, where we could get away with murder. <laughs> so, for those that do not know, uh, I worked at the Hollywood Tower Hotel, the Tower of Terror, and Jay Fifth worked at the Haunted Mansion. Yes, as with other attractions. He worked at other attractions as well, but. But I got more trouble at the Haunted Mansion because. <laughs> my leash was a little bit longer at yeah that, that attraction. You, you, you get away with it a little bit right? oh yeah i have so many the people a lot of people at the haunted mansion go on to work at um guest services at city hall and they always throw away those complaints at the haunted mansion unless like it's a serious allegation sure. um so that that helps they scared me yeah oh, okay they scared <laughs> you at the haunted mansion okay <laughs> Yeah. So we'll have some, I'll have some fun stories, um, but as cast members, we have um, four four keys at the time that we followed. Uh, at least Jackie and I. You had a different I think guest it was, service. I think yeah, mine was a little different, but it's fine. Yeah, it still works. So Jack, do you remember what the four keys were? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't remember that it part of efficiency? your efficiency. You don't remember. Oh, that's last, but you. But that's what everybody knows is number one <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't remember all of these things from the the eight hour day you had in traditions yeah. course oh, our managers would come around and they would ask you hey japheth what's the what are the four keys oh man they oh would, really they would they would ask them like what would the what would be an example of, like they would take you on a walk and like am i going behind the wood track? you know like <laughs> <laughs> what's going on you're like you didn't know like am i are you know Oh, put these cement shoes on and go into the lagoon. <laughs> oh, you just didn't know what was going to happen when the managers picked you up. Um, but, yeah, they would take you on these uh, four keys walk, and they would go and they'd discuss these. And I think these are this is the basis of how you can really get in trouble because this is how um, we're getting graded or being watched for our hospitality at yes. Disney. And so what they are, they are safety first, courtesy, show an efficiency and I think wow. they just picked up a new key called inclusion which makes sense make sure everyone feels included right um I don't have any stories so that. so I don't want so to have those <laughs> stories because then I'm a really bad human being
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. To.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna stick with the four keys that um, I'm familiar with and so the first one is safety as everyone knows uh, with any issue Disney uh, things break down Yep. and we want to make sure everyone's safe um we went over a lot of that on the disney uh, was it, people versus disneyland podcast so yes. go back that's a fun one to get some of the things that do go wrong um so what are some ways an attraction peter that you as uh, as an attraction host are trying to watch out for seatbelts oh man seatbelts uh like you, my attraction, you will. You can literally die if you do not wear a seatbelt. So the elevator, when it goes down... You're going down faster than the speed of gravity. So if you're not wearing a seatbelt, you will go splat on the ceiling of, <laughs> of your elevator car. So seatbelts are probably the most important thing that you look out for as a cast member working at the Tower of Terror. Uh, and you will get in big trouble if it's found out that you released... An elevator with an open seatbelt. Woo. Who big trouble? Like, <laughs> um, because, because, like, when you ride the Tower of Terror, like, even though you're in the dark, you're being watched. And so, for example, I would see guests. I saw one guest stand up. Well, I wasn't me; it was somebody else. But they they saw a guest stand up right in the middle of the ride, and they had to hit that e stop. And the dreaded thing that. As the caseman, are having to you never joke. want to hit that e stop because everyone's going to ask you all these questions. You have to fill out reports, yeah, and it's just it's not automatic. fine. because it's a judgment call. Yep, and so hit the stop, and that that person who sent the elevator got written up because they they it's automatic. It's automatic because like for for so as as the people load into the elevator. There's little lights that blink. I think it's the same thing for most other rides that are like that. I know Star Tours is like that. They have a chart that lights up when the seatbelts are connected. Mission Space had that where, like, make sure the harnesses are secure. Yeah. And so, for the most part, it's very... Maybe they don't. I'm making it up. I think I'm making that up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, for the most part, like, as a cast member, you know when somebody's not wearing their seatbelt because you can see that they haven't buckled it in. A lot of times, some people try to get away with it by uh, by Sitting pretending up. that it's not buckled in. They just have it over them and says, "Sir, pull on your safety." Oh, it's oh, I it didn't pull it in all the way. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's
1: not um, my first rodeo here. Right,
0: ours <laughs> and and the situation that occurred with that cast member, the guy buckled it and sat on the seat belt. yeah i figured that would be it. and that's why and it if happened. you block, and that's why they ask you pull on the yellow strap and yeah it's very important that you follow those rules so that was one one of the big safety things for my attraction uh was seat belts i can definitely see that um so i worked at mission space and i'm the one that got written up for this issue um so it's uh for those who don't know it's a centrifuge ride and it's enclosed so they want to make sure because on the outside you have the loading area and people watch a video for safety and so as cast members we walk around to make sure there's nobody in the bay there's sensors there there's really no way someone's going to get hurt on that ride with the safety protocols that are in place and what happens is there was a person he was in the ada um, capsule and he freaked out and Casmin Burge, okay, get out, and told them to direct them where to go. It's a round room, and there's only like one door to exit out. And this guy kept turning around and and the person who released them didn't tell me that they released a person, so I thought I was good to shut the doors and initiate the ride. Well, I shut the door and the Casmin was in there, hit all the sensors, and an automatic E-stop. So and I was like, what happened? And I'm just like, my heart drops because I'm college program and I want to go like part time. And this is a huge thing. Like, you get two of these, you're done. You're fired. Um, but just getting one. And because this guest was really rude to the cast member. So she was emotionally upset. So she had no time to really tell me what's going on. And so I opened up the door and this cast member is just like belligerent. Just He was just not there. It was a very strange situation dealing with this room. Um, and so we just get him out, don't tell him what had happened, and he just moves on his way. Manager shows up because you've just stopped a your ride, you're affecting efficiency, um, and sure enough, um, I bring him in. Brings me in, they don't tell me that you're in trouble at first. They get your whole report, I write the whole report, it's very extensive, and then he goes, okay, it's your fault, and then I had to write a uh, reprimand. Mm-hmm. I got written a reprimand, and I was... I was I was I was really like shocked that I got dinged with a reprimand. man um, because I felt it wasn't my fault but when you're the one in charge of that bay, it's your fault yep. And so it is what it is yeah. um, I remember the manager's names Larry, Larry. He <laughs> <laughs> was the one man no one liked and it was like mm, Larry. Um, so, but I got hit with that, in the end, yes, I'm the one responsible for that. I, I got hit with it, um, so I got, I got, I got hit with that one, um, another one. So, we talk about controls, you're at the control center, yeah. that's the, that's the scariest position, right, because you yes. are in charge. if anything goes wrong, or if you missed it because your eyes weren't on the screen, boom, you're, you're hit with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, it's the scariest position, I think. Ever. It is because especially if you hit that e stop and there's no reason for you to have hit that e stop, even if you think you saw something and you were wrong, you get written up. Yep, you have to really justify it. Yeah. So, uh, for us, like, um, and it's and like and the thing is, like, you gotta think, like, for example, I don't, I don't, I can't speak for a lot of other attractions, but most attractions, their controls have like four buttons tower had like 50 (laughs) (laughs) because you have one set for each like elevator right so so there's two ride systems at, at, at my tower tower i think at the california one there's three uh but there's two different ride systems uh in the florida one and so there's two tower positions so there's Two giant consoles mm. that fill the entire room. Whereas, like, you look at Fantasyland, they got, like, three buttons. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've got, like, 50. Oh, you'd be surprised about the Tiki room. Man, Jose is high maintenance down. you got <laughs> one button and you hurry up and hit him with the stick. <laughs> yeah, Mission Space was like that, too. You have four bays and you have, like, four sets of E buttons. And you've got, like, one screen yeah. with all of them there. And you've got to... It's... it's raising multiple keys to unlock things. Um, so yes, so you there is an importance to that person of the console with all the buttons, the oh, green, yeah. the red, the yellows, and, and everything. So I was working at um, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, and it was late at night, and it's like midnight, the holidays, and I work with mostly at night with college program people, so they're not the strongest with remembering what to do. And usually with some of those rides, you can like do your job and then you can kind of chit chat with the other ones. Well, this person forgot that they were at the head console and they just walked away. They just <laughs> they just walked away. And I'm sitting there with my thumb on the e stop because they have two positions to watch. And it's a, for those who don't know where the magic carpets are at, It's it's it's, it's a, a dumb Dumbo ride, ride. It's a dumb but with ride. you're sitting on magic carpets. And I'm just sitting there with my mind just like blown. And I'm all like, she's like. Hey, what's going on? Hold on. I'm all like, go back to the console. Because I had every right to e stop that ride and just let her fry. She wouldn't. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, go back to the console. I'm in full control of the ride at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have that second console to have two people initiate at the same time. And then the person at the console, head console, initiates. And then you have two people with their thumbs on the e stop. And I'm glad that there is because in that moment, someone just she just lost her mind. It was it was like twelve or one o'clock in the morning. Right. There's only one person on the ride, and I'm just sitting here like, do I really want to stop the ride? Have this person freezing up there? You know, there's this judgment call. But I had every right to just push that east out. And I was like, that person, that would have been huge. Yeah. So, um, and another thing with the head consoles. Not racking out oh, or initiating yeah. the ride with racking out. Racking out. Jackie probably doesn't know too much about this. I have no idea what So there's, there's a safety protocol. Jackie's a little quiet here. Yeah. So for these yes. cast members, yeah, Jackie's here in the room. <laughs> I'm here.
1: I don't have that too many <laughs> safety concerns. So, um,
0: so there was. Um, well, you have red-green zone, right? You know, yeah. The lifting zones. You stole it from me. I was going to mention <laughs> it. Well, sorry.
1: <laughs> the one thing I
0: have. <laughs> oh, I'm in the red zone. Let me pull back make the yellow zone and the green. Oh, yeah. I still use that to like, oh, I'm in the red zone. Let me pull it back a little bit. It's still ingrained in me. But um, not wrecking out. So in order to go on to the ride path, whether the ride is open or closed, you know, for safety issues, you have to get this special latch that goes over the initiation button, and you take a lock, you lock it, you take the key with you, and that prevents anybody from starting the ride, yep. and that person Big goes safety on the ride, concerns. and we do that all the time at the Haunted Mansion, because somebody trips the sensor, they're like, I'm going to get out, and you have to stop, or they like, I'm going to change my child's diaper, and then it's going to hit a sensor, because they drop it in the... And the ride, and you're like, oh, man, this sucks. So you have to go out there, check it, make sure everyone's safe, and so you have your key. Well, if you don't rack out properly, boy, that's that's huge, because that's how people die on rides. Yep. And it has happened, yep. um, especially with maintenance. This is not just like frontline show. It is for maintenance people, why they do that.
1: It's true.
0: And you're always doing announcements, all like, hey, the rider will be initiating now. Like... Hey, this is last hope if you screwed up and you're on the right path because it's gonna go now. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a huge thing of getting in trouble. So sorry, Jackie, I took your safety thing. It's okay.
1: So for me Yes, what do you got? <laughs> Tell us
0: about the resorts. So
1: I was in Bell Service and Front Desk. Uh not too many like safety concerns other than like security as far as like keeping information safe mm-hmm. of like ha- of uh, guests that are staying at the hotels and stuff like that. There's that's kind of a separate thing, but as far as like physical safety, um, it would be like. In bell service, obviously, when you're dealing with a ton of luggage, is how to properly lift luggage, and you go through like a two-hour training class <laughs> of how to properly lift things or and, put things
0: in vehicles too. In vehicles, put one too. hand forward, push yes. it back.
1: Anything as far as lifting, moving your body properly, it is
0: kind of good training though. Yeah. Like, I still, like I said, I apply it to this day. I'm like, oh, you should be better, take better care of yourself. So
1: there's three zones. There's the red zone, (laughs) the yellow zone, and the green zone. You should always try to be in the green zone. Wait,
0: green means go? That's the construct, (laughs) yep. Uh (laughs) And
1: so, you know, there's... It's a, uh, and they call it like the different zones of like how you lift things or bend mm-hmm. and different angles. So if your like arms are straight out forward. Oh my and gosh, lifting. red zone Jackie. pull them back,
0: pull them back. <laughs> and you're
1: lifting a box, red zone. Red zone. But if it's a little bent, it's yellow, but green is tucked in. You want 90 degree
0: angle arms. That's That's green.
1: 90 degrees. Disney's really big at, like, pointing this out as far as... It is
0: comical for us, for somebody, oh, yes. like, pointing Disney fingers, like, whoa, 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 red zone there, pull it back, <laughs> all right, green zone, <laughs> So you look like you're, like, shooting guns, and are like, <laughs> right there, right there, so we, we would have fun with those ridiculous trainings, but it is helpful. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, did I follow it a lot? No, not at bell service. You... Your goal was get the linkage out as quickly as possible. And so how's your back right now? Uh, (laughs) For
0: HIPAA purposes, we will not disclose your personal, like... (laughs) And that was another,
1: like, safety concern. Like, if you got hurt or, like, if Mm. you... Even, like, a little paper cut, you had to log every
0: injury. I do do know that one.
1: You have to log every injury for legal purposes.
0: Yeah, you had a blade nose one time and they were like, You need to fill out a report, it's all like, I just picked my nose too hard. Do you really want me to write a report about me picking my nose? Yep, they do. Like, oh gosh For legal reasons they they wanna know why you picked your nose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) First they wanna know why are you picking your nose on the job?
0: That show written up. <laughs> was it a Disney point? Like, my nose is not that big. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, new things to add to my song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have courtesy is our next key. I think we're good with safety, right? Yeah. We're good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jackie, what are some things that are not courteous that can get you in trouble?
1: Um... I'm putting you on the spot here. So like, yeah, I
0: got the cheat sheet in front of me. I'm like, oh, what's he doing? Okay,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think here. So like, obviously, you just need to be nice to guests and like.
0: That's a good rule. Like, yes, <laughs> that's, that's the safest answer, like, and it explains it all. <laughs> be nice to guests, and you're gonna be all right.
1: You know, talk to them in a nice manner. Be considerate of their needs. Um, and not if they, like, come up to you and ask you to do something and go, eh, no, and walk away and, like...
0: Yeah, yeah that would be... Go, mm-hmm. that, I think that sums it up. Those are good things. Um, swearing on stage <laughs> is a huge one. Yeah, swearing... That kind of ex- goes with courtesy wish. and show. It's bad show, yes. but it's also not courteous. Um, I didn't see too much of that. Most no. of the cast members were good when you got off stage. Oh, yeah. Backstage, oh. It, it was... It was bad. out the door mm-hmm. yeah it was it was the venting like I, I got to see new sides to my my friends I was all like I don't know if I want to hang out <laughs> with you anymore like you're crazy after we're not working I had um, our cousin Jerry come visit me not me but he was coming to visit the park yeah and but he came to visit me uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> his uh, mother-in-law was there and she's like you guys are so nice you guys, it must be like so nice working with these people. I'm like, these people swear more than Marines do. And she was yeah. just like, "What?" And she was just blown away. I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, these are the most foul-mouthed people. That when they get off stage, it comes out."
1: Yeah, because once you get off stage, you're just
0: venting. It is. It's a vent fest for sure. You're, that's what happens in the break room. Like everyone's just talking about, like, "Oh, this guest did this and all this." The manager said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a real, like, us versus them mentality. Oh, it totally
1: is. Oh, very much so.
0: So much so that, like, do you know the song from, like, Pocahontas, like, where they're, the two sides are about to go war? Like, they're like, savages, savages, barely even you. I almost in my head would sing that song about as I'm going to rope drop to let the guest <laughs> into the park because. Mom. You go to rope drop. If you're in charge of rope drop, some of these guests are savages in terms of, like, how, like, aggressive they are. They, they're they trying to get ahead of you, and it's all like, dude, they're not going to let you in until I go in. I have, I have the access to <laughs> the queue. They're
1: even like that with parades. I remember I was a oh. cast member, right, <laughs> parades, and I go yeah. to... Watch a parade. I was on my off day. And I'm watching, I found, like, a good spot. I was there early enough. And the parade's about to start. And then this woman comes in behind me, parts her stroller right behind me. And then her kids just, like, surround me. And I was like, really?
0: <laughs> oh, it's, it's...
1: And they don't care. And at that point, it's like,
0: I'm just going to walk away. The lady. only time I ever screamed at a guest was 4th of July. And my job... I'm doing parade duty, and everybody, you have all, like, 80,000 people, or not, I don't know how many capacity, but you have everybody wanting to be in front of the castle on 4th of July to watch fireworks, and my job was to secure an emergency way for, for you know, any situation, but guests don't care about emergencies, they just care about their view. And then I had one lady just scream at me. I drove from Kentucky so I could watch, you know, fireworks, and you're preventing me. And I I don't remember what I said. It's maybe something more is all like, "Ma'am, if you have any issues with this, you can go talk to that police officer because they're gonna they're gonna kick you out. If if you are going up to the police officer and it's not an emergency, they will probably escort you. I remember just like telling you like, you can go to them, but they'll kick you out of the park like. And she was just, like, she was just mad because there was a tree interview, and the whole entire time, Cut this tree down! Yeah, so it was just ridiculous, because she wanted her, like, everything in the merchant, and I was like, I can't, I'm gonna get fired. And what happened was, somebody stopped the entrance to Fantasyland, and, like, no one could get to the other sites. So everyone was trapped ad-lib and Frontierland, oh, okay. and it was just a huge miscommunication on that point, and everyone was just funnel to our point and uh. it was just boiling point and like and this poor this poor girl from australia the sweetest person you ever meet and she's just like i i had to like like really lean into some guests going like you will not cross this bridge we will have problems i will get the police here i was i was threatening people with getting them arrested like did i have that authority to say they're getting arrested <laughs> no but all i was told was all like if any guest you know gets physical or anything Call over the radio and the police will handle it. It's such a hassle, I, and I swore never to work a parade. And all respect to parade control people, mm. that is, I it's... think, the worst to deal with guests. Yep. Because yeah,
1: because all you're doing is yelling,
0: basically. Yeah. On, know, get by the road, get out. You're just yelling. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's a huge. That's that goes back to safety. Yeah. So, Peter, you have a story about <laughs> giving guests. <laughs> Bad directions. Bad directions. You mentioned this before. I have. Say this again. It's a funny story. We as cast members do funny things to mess with dumb guests because... The the intention of this (laughs) was not to misdirect the guests. Okay? So what happened was somebody came up to me. I'm working at the front entrance of the attraction. They have the park map. And they're looking at me and it says, how do we get into the, the tower chair? And I look at them. And I'm looking at the front gate that says entrance right behind me. And I go, you're trying to get through these gates, right? <laughs> and they're like, yes. Okay, you've got your map? Okay. So I grabbed their map and I pointed to it. And I go, okay, so we're here in front of the tower chair, right here in front of the entrance. <laughs> you're going to walk back. You're going to walk down all the way down Sunset Boulevard. You're going to see a giant Mickey hat. Because this is at the time when there was a giant Mickey hat in the middle of the park. You're going to walk around the hat, then you're going to walk down Sunset Boulevard again, and you're going to come back to me, and you're going to walk past me up this hill through the gate. <laughs> and they said, thank you, and they left. And I was all like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: moment of, I could get fired.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get in I could get in trouble if they really... If they're persistent, there's some guests out there that are very persistent. They- and so, like, my intention was not to make them do that. It was just me being the smart aleck, and I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story, and cast members do little silly things like that because it really it, it decompresses the pressure oh, totally. of it. We, we mess with guests. Um
1: it's true we do <laughs> yes and
0: so the point is we were trying to avoid arguing with guests we yes. always our is always try to diffuse the situation and try to meet what their demands are without breaking the rules and so that's always a situation um but sometimes guests just cross boundaries right um so i have a story where i was working at the front doors of the haunted mansion and it's dark. You go from a very bright, sunny Florida and to the Haunted Mansion where it is dark. To yeah. where you're pretty much blind. And so I open the doors and go, your time has come. And I step to the side and I don't move because it's a busy hot day. I want to get guests in there. You're trying to get 90 people within a minute's feel into the, into the stretch room and shut So that the next stretch can open. So you are systematically trying to keep everything flowing. Timing big. Timing everything. Oh, yeah. And so you don't want to be in the way or stop anything. Well, I had a teenager thought I was fake. I don't know what it is about guests, but they have to touch everything. If you can touch it, you don't want to touch it because it's got germs on it. Well, this teenager thought it'd be funny whether he thought I was real or not, stuck his two fingers in my nose and his thumb in my mouth. And I went into, like, instinctual mode where I swiped down and I pushed him hard against the wall. And you have guests flowing in because they want to make it in. It's hot and they want in that AC because it opens and it feels good. It's that cool breeze of, like, welcome to your... You know, it feels like a morgue. It just feels nice and cool. And this teenager was scared. And I just remember, like, my fist was clenched and I was... It just takes over, and I just remember looking at him going, like, like, the thought was, like, if you do anything else, you're going to get fired. Like, there was that thought (laughs) come through, and I just remember just, like, get out of here. And he just, like, went away, and I thought, like, I'm going to have a dad come after me, but that teenager, I must, I scared him. (laughs) Because in the end, like, guests are not supposed to assault um, cast members. And so the, and vice versa and vice versa yeah. I, I assaulted him but in a way I was defending myself but in a lot of these stories where cast members are defending themselves they get fired they get fired they get fired and I thought I was done I was like I'm gonna get fired and so my my was on that like I that was the one time I was like I'm gonna get there's nothing yep. you know I'm, I'm, if, I'm if, you, if you're a cast member and you get punched in the face take it you have to take it, run away. Like, And yet there's still sometimes like, oh, why did you get punched in the face? Why were you put... Yeah, yeah they, and- they still question you. So it is rough.
1: So after that incident, like, did you tell anyone? Did I you think know? I waited six months before I told someone because I did not want anybody. <laughs> nope. to,
0: I, no manager found out about that. Um, but as was, long as there's not an incident report, it's as if it never happened. Yeah. If I had punched him, yeah, I definitely would have been... Pff, I would have been fired. I probably would have been charged for sure. So yeah, it's don't don't touch cast members and cast members don't touch Yeah. Um, don't don't yeah. Respect boundaries, right? Um
1: And that also goes with don't like cast members, like don't have cast members hold your baby.
0: Yeah, you're we're no. We're yeah. not allowed to you're touch you are not
1: allowed to touch children. Children hold them or, or
0: watch them. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that with guests behaving badly badly yes. and the other podcast. Um so, as speaking of that guest acting badly, um, I had one lady. She was me. She was screaming at me. She ran up the exit, which you're not supposed to do. I need this. Where I need to get this? It was left here, and she was just screaming at me. You're preventing me. Blah blah. And I was like, "Ma'am, just wait here. I'll get someone, and somebody relieved me from my position because of rotation." I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to Lost and Found," it. and she's just screaming at me, saying I'm the worst. Worse, whatever, I'm going to get you fired. And as I was like, to lost and found. And sure enough, her thing's in lost and found. And I go, well, that's nice. And I just shut lost and found. And I went to her was like, it's not here. And I told her, you can go to City Hall at the end of the night. And you will be able to pick up your lost and found item there. And and, and I recommend you go there. Even if it's not there to fill out the paperwork and, so that they can mail it to you or get it to you at your resort. And she was so mad, but she was just one of the most rotten, like, guests. And so, am I a horrible human being for denying her? Yeah, but you know what? You get more honey with, or you get more bees with honey than vinegar. And so just... We, we have our ways of getting back at you and have uh, a magical day. Yeah, have a magical day is one of our ways <laughs> of saying, screw you. <laughs>
1: well, and another, like, along that was uh, when I was in Bell Service, we had this, like, phrase that you're supposed to say is, like, bon dia, that was, like, the Caribbean oh, beach, yeah. like, saying, like, hello, welcome kind of thing. And uh, there was a cast member that was, like, did a great job with, um, I guess right, and one of the manager was like, "Oh, that would have been perfect. I would have gotten you a four keys keys if you just said Bon dia." Oh, yeah, and so that moment. No point.
0: My the emphasis of sarcasm afterwards.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> moment was when all of the bell service team was all like, "Oh yeah, we will start using that <laughs> phrase," and. You know, we started using it a lot more. Man was just like, "Oh, that's so great!" (laughs) But But we were using it in the wrong.
0: Have Mm -hmm. a magical day. If if Casper says it, like snarky, have a magical day. It means more than screw you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously, if you hear it, don't automatically assume it. If it's like in a friendly, like,
0: yeah, genuine. Oh, have a magical day is that's that's good that's good but have a magical day when they put that little emphasis on it oh yeah, yeah. that's that's like that's a big middle finger to you buddy I don't think I ever said it once though so. because of my role <laughs> I yeah because of my role I could just be, be like I'm leaving like that's good now I plenty times yeah
1: yeah
0: no I actually have a good story where a lady went up the exit and she wanted the manager blah, blah blah I prevented her from going up at mission space and the manager was walking her back and so this is the cast member that did that well he did exactly what he was supposed to do and like (laughs) she was just so mad she was livid. and i remember going wait 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 ma'am excuse me and i go have a magical day and my manager's like he had the biggest grin on his face because she looked at me like with death in her eyes but my manager just Knew exactly what I was doing, and he couldn't do anything. What do you because want? I said, "Have a magical day." he can't say. He said, "Have a magical day," which really means this. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we have our ways of having fun, and the ways cast members can get away with being snarky. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So okay, so we're now we're on the show because there's some kind of like transition between courtesy and show. Yes. While you're on stage, so there's. Off-stage and there's on-stage. On-stage is when you're in the parks or when guests can interact with you. Basically, anywhere, if you're a guest, you're on-stage. Yes. And if you're a guest and you're You're off-stage, you'll still be treated nicely, (laughs) but you're going to be like, you need to get back. Um, So, um, one thing I know, like, um, I I had a friend that was a a friends-with character, Mm -hmm. and she explained that if you lose your head for whatever reason you're fired. Oh yeah. It's like if they even rip it off your head, you're fired. And so there's that pressure to like defend yourself and there are people there watching and it doesn't happen. Like there's ways of securing. Oh yeah, them. it's it's very especially when it comes to characters, there's a lot of rules when it comes to characters on what you can say, what your emotions are, like mm-hmm. even you're your scripted. even your locations. Okay, Because like it's part of the thing where there is one Mickey Mouse. There is one Snow White. Well, let's just say one time I was visiting the park and I saw two Snow Whites (laughs) in one eyesight of each other. And I could tell one of the Snow Whites was running for her life. Because because I was in the center of Cinderella's Castle and they had the stage show going. And they had the meet and greet at Liberty Square. And I saw her and Prince Charming run into off stage mm-hmm. because the show was going on and I saw Snow White on the stage. And so like, yeah, you don't want kids going, hmm, mm-hmm. yes, wait a second. Oh, it's yeah. Serving the magic thats what it's all about. You get big trouble. And with that, that for, for characters, which is any character that is in a costume where their face is covered, they are not to talk. Nope. No. Period. Nothing. No, no little whispers, no sense. They are silent. You know, doesn't matter what they say, even if they hurt you, you're still like you have to hold it. And like you'll hear, hear cast members who've been hurt and they can't cry. They can't they can't say ow. They're okay. just there in silent torture, you know, for some of these situations. Cause you'll get fired. It's just part of the rules of being a Disney character. But normally they have a handler there, they do. so yes. if there is an issue, they, they, have, have, motions, they have some sort of codes. motion that oh, they yes. can communicate to them saying, "I need to leave." Yeah, and and so there, there. It's not like these people are in this horrible job. There are protocols in place, but there are humans involved, and you'll have some. Character attendants that are not quite paying attention because you're dealing with a guest situation where they're freaking out because they want Aladdin in Jasmine, but they've got Jeannie and Abu and they're just, like, going nuts. And they don't want to wait in another 40-minute line yep. for it. And so uh, it happens. Um, what else do I got? Like I said, uh, it's an important rule for Disney characters to follow is uh, they can't post backstage Im- images on social oh, media. Yeah. Or associate, like, hey, this is me as Tigger, and... Because somebody goes on social media.
1: Yeah, Disney's aware of all social media.
0: So, I have a story of me being in a place where I probably shouldn't have been. At the Tower of Terror. So, when you enter the the lobby, okay, everything looks old, it's dusty, you know, it's very heavily themed, right? Well, there's certain areas where I've found myself hanging out. When there are guests walking around, like, there's, like, as you enter, right on your right is a little concierge desk. I've sat in that chair and waved at them as they came in. Granted, these were only on, like, extra magic hours. What it when it's And the managers are all at uh, at Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is no line. It's just a walkthrough. So I don't have to, like... That's a good thing. about If there's a parade or show nearby an attraction, most likely it's walk-on. Yeah, it is. yeah. I've been in there as well as I've jumped over the front desk mm-hmm. into like, and it's a tall wall. Like it's 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 just about it's as a tall. podium. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a big podium. So like I've jumped over it. And like looked in the spot where all the keys are. There's even a little uh, tribute to a person that died from cancer who loved the attraction that has been left in there. Oh, cool. But nobody knows it's in there. Nobody would know it's in there. Um, I mean, I was told about it in training, but later on, I. I jumped it in there and wave at guests as they come in and I'd wait until like nobody was coming till I jumped out because it's there like, is a door but it's locked uh, <laughs> so that's one of those things that like I definitely could have gotten big trouble for being yeah being somewhere where you're not supposed yes. to be with the attraction for sure um, New Year's Eve oh that was that was a night of complete uh, cast members behaving badly <laughs> Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because, like, managers are, they're so focused on... Other things. Other (laughs) things. Somebody gets hurt, boom, you got a manager there, and they're writing up the incident report for legal... And so, at the attraction, hardly anyone's riding the ride... Because everyone's at the, you know, the dance and parties and right. shows or whatnot. So, like, nobody's at the attraction. So, like, oh, yeah, there was a lot of shenanigans. And you guys are on your last, usually CPs at night. Oh, yeah. They're either on their last night or their second to last night. Right. Yep. So they're like, I made it. And I've, mm-hmm. so I've heard stories CPs get fired on their last day and they don't get credit for whatever. Or they they can't put it on their resume. I didn't get my or, doctorate. Yeah. Or where they can't... Uh, <laughs>
1: They won't be hired yes. by Disney for yeah. like six years or something like that.
0: Really that. I thought it was forever. Blackballed by Mickey himself. <laughs> um, okay, so another good example uh, I think I mentioned Bad Show, yelling at co workers or yelling at guests on stage. I yelled at a co worker on stage, and it was due to drama, and I was going through an emotional time period, and then another incident happened. And this person I did not like, and I did not like what she was doing. And it was the tiki room, and the guests were away, but, like, I definitely lost my cool. And get uh, a uh, manager definitely pulled me to the side and was like, what's going on? And it wasn't more of like, you're, I'm going to get you fired. Like, you're normally a good cast member. Mm-hmm. This doesn't seem like you. And I'm going through everything, and they're just like, okay, well, we're just... We're going to get their side of the story, and we're just going to try to prevent this from happening in the future. So I built up enough credit with the managers where they were just like, okay, we're going to let this one pass. But if I was a crummy cast member, they probably would have, like, definitely leaned into me, try to get rid of me.
1: Well, and I had an incident where a uh, uh, bellman, you know, I was a dispatcher. And a lot of the time, like, you've got to be firm with the dis- like, the because they'll try to, like take advantage of you and, like, as far as, like, getting more luggage or whatnot, right? So you have to make everything fair. And I was, like, talking to one of the bellmen, and he misheard me on one of the walkie-talkies, which are poor quality, I must say. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of, like, Charlie Brown. Yes, Charlie Brown. Mm -hmm. And so he misunderstood me on the, like, walkie-talkie. He was, like, I thought, I think he misunderstood me saying, like, I wasn't going to give him any more like service like bell tickets or whatnot for the rest of the day. Not the case at all. Um and it came in, drove up and just starts reeling into me, just yelling and I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And like, you know, I didn't report him or anything. I probably should have because he was saying some pretty rude things. Yeah. Um but after that I think he realized he yeah, crossed a line. he crossed the line, and now he's like, after that, said so he loved me and was all like super nice. And he I got nervous. Like, he got real nervous because I could have definitely reported
0: him. I had one cast member me yell at me because he was doing the ride through and I forgot to turn the lights off in the haunted mansion, and he came back to scream because it's a four-minute ride, so he do the whole ride again. <laughs> and like he's like, you turn on the lights. I was like, so I turn it off, and then like he started riding again, and I turn it back on, and he was like. Ah! I just turned it off again. Because <laughs> we we're. I knew we were getting close to, like, opening. And I didn't want to be the reason why we were not yeah. being efficient. But I was like, this guy's a jerk. And, like, I just... I will say, there was a time where I was yelling at a group of guests. Um, I don't know if I've shared this story. No, I'm, I'm like, ooh, no, no. a new <laughs> Disney story. I don't think I'm, I've shared this one. So this was a private party. And what private party normally means is open bar. Oof. So... A lot of drunk people and technically one of the rules for our attraction is they're not allowed to ride it if they're intoxicated I wish that was the case at Epcot (laughs) (laughs) there's a challenge at Epcot where they go drink drink around the world where they drink from every every um, pavilion and then they go to mission space and they ride the ride (laughs) and you people puke yeah I deal with
1: those guests when they come back from the park and you're just like Go to bed, please. <laughs> Go
0: to bed. So they're drunk on the ride. So they're so they're drunk. So they come in. I'm and normally with these private parties there's not really a rotation. No, there's only like four or five people. It's skeleton crew. It's skeleton crew. So like I'm stuck at load this whole time. Which you know, I love load because it's I'm very fast. I'm very theatrical. I love having fun with the guests. And, and and this wasn't me yelling at them, being mad at them. This was me lo- yelling at them, having fun with them. Oh, good. So this is, like, fun. Not necessarily good show, but it was f- good fun. So, like, I'm just, like, just, like, kind of, like, ripping on them. They're laughing. They're enjoying it to the point where, like, they would start asking for me. Like, they would deliberately come to me and wait for me to call from Like, no no no. we don't want you as the bellhop we want him as the bellhop so like they enjoyed what i was doing so I you're going a little off script or I'm, little, off, I'm definitely going off script and i was being really loud to the point where like i'm on one side of the boiler room the guy that was working in Al- i was working delta <laughs> the guy in alpha he goes i don't have to tell you guys the safety spiel just listen <laughs> and i'm just all like safe belts on left or right. <laughs> and, like, one guy was, like, trying to call me out. And he's all like, you're not supposed to yell at us. And I'm all like, you're not supposed to ride the ride drunk now, are you? And he goes, two points. Two points. And so, like, I just, I, I found ways of, like, I don't know what it was. You get really creative. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, like, and it's so funny because, like, and that, was, and that was that occasion. And then I had other occasions where I wasn't, like, being rude, I was being play rude to people. Like I would just be like, because like there was always a lot of school groups, and they would, you know, group of friends like to go ride the rides together. And it was, like this group of seven, seven kids that would were obsessed. They they were like borderline like stalking me. Like they were asking cast members like, "Is he on break? What position is he?" So weird. Yeah, and so like it, at first it was like annoying and so i started just like treating them like they were scum like talking down to them like oh you guys again oh like things like that the privileges of working at the tower of terror oh totally totally and so and but by and it's so funny too because the other cast members the other bellhops were getting jealous because i was getting all this like people kept asking for me and and so at the end of the night like and 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 towards the end of the day, because it was a full day, like they literally, because at the time, like the two big attractions that teenagers like were Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower Terror, which are right next to each other. So they go back and forth. They go back and forth. So I saw them literally all day long. And so by the end of the day, like it was fun for me. Like it became fun of, okay, like just me kind of dogging on them, sending them in their elevator. And then at the end of the day, they asked a manager if I could ride with them. Manager said no, uh, yeah, but, cool, like, but they brand. ended up buying that picture and bought it for me, and I still have that picture. Oh, cool. No. Yeah. So, was it a good theme for me to be, like, ripping on guests? No, it wasn't, but it still led to a good outcome, so a I've, good guest experience. So, I've got a, a good um, story that goes along with that, where I crossed the line. Um, so we're in the outside, so there's the, the, the queue guy. So your job is to fill in the queue outside the, at the, the front door at the haunted mansion. So you're trying to fill it in where, where the gravestones are because, like I said, you only have one minute to get everybody in. And so if everyone staggered, everyone, like, zombies in because they're just burned out. So you want to squeeze them as much. Fill in all the dead space, fill in all the dead. You're always, like, moving in. And so I had this one girl. She was sitting on the trash can just being obnoxious, and I go, it was like, so like, you must be trash, because you are exactly where you're at, unless you don't want to be trash, get off the garbage can, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> my <laughs> trash, <laughs> and like, I'm sitting there going, like, no, nah, I probably crossed the line there, I just call the girl trash, and so,
1: yeah, that's a lawsuit, was like,
0: yeah, shame, look at it. There's not some good moments, but they were funny. And, like, you say, you're, we're not treating them right. I, you know, there's just moments where you just, you push the boundary a little bit. Like, yes. I, like, so the Haunted Mansion, your job as the butler is not to scare people. And. So Same with the bellhop. You're, you're not, not supposed to. You're not do supposed you not Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> as you exit the ride, you're all feeling good at the Haunted Mansion. Well, there's an ADA, you know, walkway. And so, when you're there you know, if you're busy, you got guests and you're moving there, but if you're not, it's just the slowest business ever. So I'd sit there and I would just creep on the corner and I would wait till someone's coming and then I'd be like, ah, oh, are you doing? And then they would just be like, ah! well, I scared a group of young ladies so badly that one left her flip-flop and never came back. And I felt so bad because she was walking in the park with one flip-flop. And so I always felt bad, but I I was bored. No, I... (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad, but it's like if she really wants a flip-flop, she goes to a cabin like, I lost my flip-flop on the Haunted Mansion, she'll get a free flip-flop, like... Yeah. I'm not that worried about her. So, like, for me, like, I don't necessarily think, like, what I did here was so bad, but I did... It goes against the, the protocol. The protocol of I'm not supposed to scare people. It's when
1: you're training someone, you're like... This is how you're supposed to do it, but this is what I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so basically, what I would do because I knew the timing of everything, and one of my favorite positions was everyone's least favorite position, which was the library, where you sit in the library and you watch the the Tower of Terror uh, video, Twilight, Zone, Twilight Zone video, which all the cast members hate because it's a, you watch it 30 times in an hour, you know. It's it's frustrating. So I decided to have fun with it, and so I knew the timing. So like I had I, this part was good show in terms of like I had a spiel when people were in the library. I knew the timing from when the door closed and the movie started. So I knew how to phrase things and be like, uh, "Don't touch anything, for you just might upset." And the door would close the hotel, and then the movie would start. Yeah. You know, like I had that timing down. Now that's not the part I'm talking about. What I would do at this point, I would sit in the back and I would look around you pick a target I would pick a target I do the same thing in the stretch room you actually oh, yeah. inspired me to do this in the, in the stretch room oh yeah at the Haunted Mansion. so I would pick a target and you know you, you pick someone you like that person's gonna scream that one's gonna freak out so what you do is so the movie's playing I don't move at all until the last second when the movie ends there's like one or two seconds where it's completely pitch black. And you actually know how to maneuver yes. in the dark through guests where you're not touching them, so no one knows. And so, like, literally in two seconds, I'm in one corner of the library to another corner right in front of a guest. And I'd be like, thank you for waiting at the top <laughs> of my lungs. And they would just be like, Wah! for freaking it's out. It's the because, best and ever. The, and the best thing is that people who would know me would be like, I was watching you the whole time. I didn't even see you move. Like, people would come to the library waiting for me. They're watching me throughout the whole movie, waiting for me to make my move. And I would do it. And they'd be like, I didn't see you move. And, like, because that's how good I am. <laughs> I used to do that. And sometimes when I walk by, I guess, I'd be like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and, like, they would be like, what is that? My favorite thing is, yeah, just do that. Like, like flicker, like... You know, there's always my way and then the flickers, the lighting, and then I would be right up in their face. Like to the point where like I'm like I am so close and they'd turn on, and I'm right there. And then you do like right this way and, and they, they freak just, come them out.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh yeah. You're not supposed to do that. You
1: know, I did a similar thing, but with luggage.
0: Dang, Jackie, we really influenced you there. I'm like, oh, my brothers are not going to one up me here. I'm like, I've got them here. You win. If that's what she did, if you popped out of people's no. luggage, you win. She's like in their match. She's still like, how was your stay? I'm like, yeah! <laughs> She's hiding in the closet and like, have a magical day. <laughs> uh, no, I did
1: not do that. So but... there,
0: there, there are moments, so I'm going to transition, where moments where you will tell guests that are things that are not true. So one thing that, you know, guests would come to Magic Kingdom, Mickey Mouse used to have have a house there. And so it got so tiresome for me to tell guests that Mickey Mouse house is no longer there because they're heartbroken. They like it. I would just continue with more heartbroken by telling, well, and this was around 2010. So it's like, well, you know, the Great Recession, it's been really hard. (laughs) (laughs) So Mickey Mouse lost his house. You know, and guess what Think it's kind of funny? <laughs> <It's> his country house. It's his second home. Come on, it's Mickey Mouse. Like, this is his part, all right? We're not, Are we really worried about Mickey Mouse, thing? And so I told this story and other customers thought it was funny, it was clever, it's just, it was off the cuff, like, I didn't plan it out, it just, right. it just happened. And so I had people that worked Fantasyland, too, that worked at the Haunted Mansion, and they started using it, and it spread around Fantasyland. And It's, like, four months later, and we're in this, like, beginning, like, huddle meeting before, and the manager's like, I've got something horrible to talk about. (laughs) And, like, or no, I was like, I have something to talk about what's going on at Fantasyland. And it goes like someone's going around saying Mickey Mouse's house is not longer here because it was foreclosed on, and it was just. It hit, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was about to raise my hand like that was me. I started that rumor, and it's like that is just horrible show. It's not part of this way. And I was like, I'm, I felt like Homer Simpson going back into the bushes. I was like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> I did not do that. No, I'm like, not shy. But I was like, but really deep down, I was like, I started that rumor. It spread. It was me. But yeah, that was that was another bad show, like. But I'm, I am proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> another proud moment I have is um, Walt's frozen head. Our Walt is frozen. So uh, the backstory of this is um, early on working at the haunted mansion. I obviously don't know my boundaries as a new butler and what I can can cannot say. Obviously, I knew this wasn't right because I had already worked at Mission Space and I knew basic courtesy. Um, or being on stage, and so this guest was really mad, you know, just so mad that Grad Night is here and he has to leave the park at 6 o'clock. It was like the last time Walt, our Magic Kingdom was doing um, Grad Night, and so usually we have a special event, Christmas party, Halloween party, park closes at 6, guests have to leave, special wristbands allow you to stay in the park sure enough this guest is just so mad just digging into me he's like i'm just so mad why didn't you tell me and i'm just going through this field going well you were notified when you walked through the gates or it's on the ticket and special event you know you go to go to city hall and explain your situation but i'm just going to tell you they're not going to give you your money back you know i'm sorry you know i'm just letting them know like there's nothing i can do about it and when people guess complain to cast members about operational things Outside of their ride or what they can do, when I'm standing at the front, going, "Welcome to the haunted mansion," you know the entrance is here, right. and try to uh, key, You know when I, thats all I do—and stay in that position, it's just to lean into a guest about something you have a grievance about the park in general, or with Disney in general, or your ethics with Disney. It's you're just getting on their nerves, so don't do it. Yeah. Well, this guy just kept getting into me, getting into me, and he's like, "You know what? Walt would be rolling in his grave if." he knew what you guys were doing here and i was all like excuse me sir wait one moment we all know walt is frozen in a tube and scottsdale arizona next to ted williams and he just looked at me like i was so crazy like i just told him aliens had just landed in the park and he needs to get popcorn for them like he was just like he didn't even say anything. He just looked at me like, oh, and he just walked away. And I'm all like, I need to do this more often. Like, it was not a very I never said that story ever to anybody else. But I just, me being a goofy person, I just thought it was funny. And I think it is funny to tell a guest that Walt is frozen. Like, I was dead serious when I told him. I was like, I needed to correct him. Walt is not buried. He's in a frozen tube. And um, that's kind of like why I wanted to name the podcast. Yeah, that was, that, so was that was a
1: potential name. I actually
0: found the list of all the names we tried to come up with for the podcast. Oh, did you? I did. I just found it when I was cleaning out my desk, and I was all like, oh, this is the it. The early on list. We yeah. had a good, like, 20 names. Yeah, we, we 20 names. We each had names. five okay. five names each. That's, so, yeah. But we are the Matterhorn Yielders. Yes. So if you want a good podcast name, no. <laughs> 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 It's trademarked. Get your own. Um... What else do I've got? Um, Efficiency. Efficiency! I think we kind of talked about this with safety. You don't want to disrupt the flow of things. So if there's a domino effect, you shut down one ride, it'll affect the other ones. Like Splash Mountain goes down, you're like, oh crud. Like, we're going to have 70 minutes worth of people going out to everybody else. And it weighs on everything. Yes. And so if you are responsible for stopping the ride for whatever reason, you can get in trouble um i kind of do you have a story about that more or less so like i have a couple examples so like for example uh timing for example at tower terror timing is everything so like you have to make sure like when you're loading guests onto the attraction like you are quick so you can't get bogged down into your own spiel and like trying to entertain anymore you need to make sure you're sending things out on time because if you're off It throws the entire, it throws the other elevator off. Because -hmm. the two, because at the load, there's two loads, but that's one ride system. So if you mess up the timing on one, it slows the other one down. And it's. Timing is everything. It's everything. They've planned it out and they have a system. And if you disrupt it, managers want to know. Because they have goals and they get bonuses for reaching those capacity rules uh, that they're expected to meet. And so I. I, I late at night I broke the uh, efficiency rule where I was trying to impress a fellow cast member um, I was trying to ask her out and so I was on You're uh, yeah <laughs> was, I was on, at the load I was no on the load I was at the exit part of the Haunted Mansion so it's an omni mover and there's that belt and you have to be like, watch your step. there's nobody there and I remember her like coming around we're just talking and like, she was walking away she was just like checking the rack board or something and i was just like standing on the conveyor belt just going backwards with her and she was like she stopped and so i stopped and i just like i was like i'm gonna be really slick right here and i just like stopped the ride and i just like asked her out there because to load you unload you can stop because you have like slow gas or anything so i could always just be like ah, there's no cameras there and i was like oh there was a slow gas you know i could get away with that but I look back, and going, that ah, wasn't really, really smart. I, but at the time, I was like, oh, I'm going to be really slick, and I'm going to impress this girl. I, I, I did get her phone number, uh, but she did stand me up. Oh. I remember, but the thing is, I asked her, out and I could see the panic on her face of like, I don't want to go out with you. <laughs> and I saw that, and so I wasn't too heartbroken when she stood me up. I was like, No, all, all right. right. Mm. Yeah, Whatever. No, well, on. <laughs> I have a, so rotation is a big deal. This is the last one I have. Um, I've got something to piggyback off that. Yeah, so rotation is a big deal uh, because rotation uh, controls people's breaks. So managers are all about that. Like you've got to make sure when you get the rotation sleep, you go to your next role so that the person can head back to the computer, so that somebody can get their breaks. Right? Yes, because cast members are really only in the position between like thirty and forty five minutes. Should be should. should be. Sometimes it ends up the longest long I ever was was like two and a half hours. Yeah, I was I about know, an hour. I and never had that luxury. <laughs> I was about an hour and a half on uh, load, which at that point, like you start losing your voice because mm-hmm. you're talking the whole time. But so what happened was there was like it was a busy day, so like we were overstaffed. Um, and so like, there was like four of us, three or four of us on tasks and what tasks are, are not, uh, important jobs. They're like, go, they're just like, we don't have a role for you right now. Go talk to some guests out front. Create a, a magical good. moment. Create yeah. a magical moment. Some will say like, take a suitcase out there and go talk to guests, give a family a VIP tour, which is just take them to the front of the line. Yeah. That's you know, a fun like, one to do. Uh, Yeah. Um, or, you know, dress a little kid up as a little bellhop. We I mean, have the, the little butler and, and maid. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those are great. And they, they do an unload thing. Um, we normally do that with kids that are uh, waiting for their family that's riding the ride. Oh, okay. oh that's so, so that they escort their family off the ride. Oh, that's oh, so cool. Yes. That's, that's cool. what we, we like to do. For we would just have them open the front doors. Oh, yeah. Um, and they'd be like, Your time has come. <laughs> and they so we were like, That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, we were, the three of us were all on task and we were like entertaining this family. And we were probably out there for a good like 40 minutes. Oof. It was, we were oh, out there, boy. we were out there for a while. Um, and so, like, but like, this family loved it. Like, we had so much mm-hmm. fun with them. And at the end of the day, you know, the manager was giving us all the lecture. You know, we have our end of the night huddle, and she's, "You guys need to make sure that you guys come back on your tasks on time. That you were everything. Like it's important." And then the next line of business was recognition, and, then they gave and the prayers. family went to guest services and gave us recognition uh, that day, and um, and so like immediately she's like. And i are gonna brush it over. <laughs> and they're like, and these, these, these three, and they named us. It says, uh, got recognized by this family for doing a, you know, making an extra mo- moment, uh, extra magic moment special for this family on their task. And so we got like a- award, and yet a punishment, like we got chewed you out. You see the conflict where managers project that where they're like, efficiency's the fourth key. But you know what? It's the most important one to them. Like they say, safety is. But there's that boundary on the holidays where like safety is <laughs> safety. They're like, just like, boy, we're really pushing it yeah. here with what we're doing. Like stretch rooms are only supposed to have ninety people, and it's like a mosh pit in there. Oh yeah. And you're just like, oh boy. Um, I I did something with task. I gained this system where cast members know when they go out, and. I work with college program students, and so they're just naively like, yeah, I'm going to go. And I would just sit and wait and watch them go in and then pull rotation. of be like, oh, because I know how many people are supposed to be there, and I know, like, okay, they rotate tasks. We're just like, oh, mop this area, sweep the queue. And you're just like, no. One time I did tasks for, like, Four and a half hours. I had a six hour shift with a lunch. So I pretty much tasked for like a whole shift. And they were like, the CP's were like, How do you keep getting the task? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just lucky. And I'm all like, You guys are so great. Like, all the full time people are just like, Oh, this is how you do it. Like, and I was like, That's why I work nights. Because I get. Nights. Think, you get away with so much working It's good. true. Yeah. And it was more so at. Um, the Tiki Room, because it was such a large area, because you have Tiki Room, Aladdin, and the, the um, Swiss Family Treehouse, and so I walk up the tree and stuff. So we've done, like, efficiency. I just want to hit up on some the points and some stories I have with stealing. Um, so I have a story where a one lady, um, she, you know, you can't steal money from her, obviously, uh, but Disney's got one way. They have cameras that overlook the cash register and if they see that there's an inconsistency they start watching you and some people think they're getting away with stuff and they will watch you until you pretty much reach a felony level um, amount of money and then they will charge you so they let you hang yourself with your own rope and so disney's watching disney um, has undercover uh security security yeah. like they they dress like guests so like you will not know that it's them but they're watching you. Yeah.
1: I was on my like last day as a CP you know, as a front desk agent, you have to like balance your till and make sure you know the money you took out is still there. Mm-hmm. And my last day, I was a dollar short, and like you're just like, oh no, like that fear of like, what's the manager gonna do? Right. And my manager just like took out a dollar and put in the till and was just like, it's your last day, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs>
0: Larry wouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> he would have taken a dollar and been like, Hey, took two <laughs> There was, there was a situation with uh, with a cast member and supposed stealing from Lost and Found. That's huge. Yeah, so basically the situation was I was working tower control, so tower control is in this separate box room, so you're not in front of guests. Command guess. center is tower. the command center. Like is giant computer covering the wall, like it is massive. And so there's two of us in there and then one person's coming in and I think they were heading out for the day. I think they were leaving. And they were just talking with us. And I didn't see this happen, but supposedly the person that was leaving took something out of lost and found. It could have been sunglasses. I don't remember. That's very common. I saw it's, I saw number 6 sunglasses, sunglasses and you're like, yeah, cuz money and wallet that would get sent to the manager. And that would get locked up. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't accessible. So they left. And then the person who's working, other the other tower, was all like, did you see that? And I'm like, no. What happened? I think she just took something from Lost and Found. I don't know what happened. Uh, I didn't see it. And then I showed up on the report because that other cast member filed a report saying that she thinks that that person was stealing something from Lost and Found. So I got pulled in. To the managers I was extremely nervous. Was just, You're on this report. Did you see this person take? It's like so I had two things going on. So one, I'm working tower control. I'm supposed to be watching the monitors. The watching, most stressful position ever. It is the most stressful position ever, watching guests ride the ride. Um two, I wasn't necessarily watching the cameras, I was talking with the person <laughs> next to me. So so basically i there were two ways I could have gotten in trouble here. So I took the safest way and said, <laughs> I didn't see it. I was watching monitors. I was doing my job. Yeah, I and mean, if you didn't see
1: anything, you <laughs> and speculate. Like, and I
0: didn't. And I didn't. And that was the truth. I hadn't seen anything. I I, I just said I was... What if you did see it? you think you would have said, like, you would have, like, I was looking at the console. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't want to get fired. Like, why weren't you working the console? <laughs> that will surprise you like that. And you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, so, I mean, I got out of there fine. But, like, and I don't know what happened because... Those weren't people I normally associated with at work. Those those cast members, but um, the afternoon part timers. Yes. Oh, yeah, or they just pop yeah. up here once in a while. Yeah. Seasonal, so, yeah. So yeah, so the Disney is very much on you. Oh uh, yeah, about that stuff. It's so much that like a cast member that we worked with, he rewrote, he made a parody of an old song at Disney World. Um, it was it was the uh, uh, one little spark from the imagination old attraction from the Epcot uh, for uh, the imagination pavilion, and so like it was all about the different way like it was just termination, and then you know the course was just him singing like termination the whole time, uh, and then I started. So imagination. Imagination. It's termination. And so I started working on, uh, like the main like part of the song. Yeah, was the, the chorus. chorus. Not, not, well. That that was the chorus, oh, cool. but like the, the main verse of the song, where it's like, "Hello, I am your manager." <laughs> <laughs> can they be fired too? Of course, termination can happen to any of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true, and and there's just set rules, like you know to rapid fire where there's a custodial lady she was just taking the bottle caps out of the trash for the coca-cola promos and and trash is disney property and she got fired and then there was a story where a lady got popcorn on her shirt and she popped it in her mouth stealing right there one piece popcorn she was fired um and then there's i was just reading this story where one lady she saw a rat in a corner Freaked out, and she was working in the uh, what did they call the, the confectionery? Can- yeah, the confectionery. Mm-hmm. And she had all this uh, candy apple stuff. I guess a thousand dollars worth, and she dropped it, and they fired her. And it's just like Disney doesn't joke around. They have their lines, and they know it. Yep. And they will, they will fire you. And so, yeah, it's like you said, your managers, they're yeah, they're there, but they're also they they're there to protect the company. So. There are many ways to get fired, like Peter has mentioned in his song, and, you know, I, I it's, guests think that cast members get away with everything, it's not true. We're squeezed. Into yes. Games. And so, uh, just remember, cast members are people, too, and um, don't take them too serious, because I don't want you walking around in a circle, ending up right back at the Tower chair. Because, keep in mind, they're all minimum wage workers. Here, yes. So... Yeah, I've been threatened many times, and I would be sarcastic going, please don't get me fired from my minimum wage job. Oh, no, I will have to flip burgers for $2 more an hour. And they would just, like, they would look like they've lost all their power. You know, like, I'll go to, like, City Hall, and, like, with my name being j you know, they would look at the name tag, and they would just be like, Okay. Jafar fan. Yeah, like when I worked with the magic carpets of Aladdin, they were so upset that they were like, "You know what, Jafar, you're a bad guy. I'm gonna tell them at City Hall that Aladdin or the Jafar and Aladdin is a bad guy." And I just, you know what, <laughs> do it, do it. I I hear. Look, try and spell it too. You know, like, And They're like, I will. And I'm sure City Hall got the biggest laugh from this crazy person. So um but have fun in the parks Um, i think this is going to conclude our 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 podcast cast members are may seem perfect but we're not innocent so true um but But we
1: also are have fun and we want to make the experience good for you we do we
0: make it fun and we we push boundaries but it's 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 fun and again these are little moments over a span of correct you know for the most part we all obey the rules we do from the way this podcast worked, Jackie comes off as a saint because she hardly She's should. the one hiding in people's closets going like, Have a magical day! <laughs> <It's not true. laughs> in my mind it is, because it's a great story. No,
1: mine were like, I accepted a $5 tip when I wasn't supposed to.
0: You devil. <laughs> so with that being said, please follow us on our social medias, Instagram, Facebook. Um, email us at Matterhorn Yolders, at gmail.com. And um, we do have a YouTube. It's just more of a recording. If you want to watch it on that platform, follow us on any of the podcasts, um, streaming services. And with that being said, is there anything else? Nope. No? All right. Just make it, I'm the worst at the social media aspect. <laughs> um, with that being said, um, have a magical day. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Marathon Yodelers. Please remember, before your bobsled comes to a complete stop, to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember, Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.